Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and I have episode 90 of the podcast that was originally recorded on October 27th of 2015. Some of the games I played for the week, Cthulhu Realms was played once again, probably a couple of times, a little Red Dragon Inn, some Hacknet, a little bit of Mad Max, quite a bit of Seven Days to Die, and then I also talked about a few of the games I want to play. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the games. This is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and we're on episode 90 of the podcast. Hey, send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G, like I always say. On Facebook, just do a search for what I'm playing now. Our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign. What I'm playing now podcast. And then, of course, as always, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. All right, let's jump into some of the games I played for the week. And I had some good ones, both old, both new, some returning after a couple of weeks, I guess, of taking a break from. All right, let's jump into one of the first ones. My wife and I, of course, got in a little Cthulhu Realms over the weekend. We can't seem to stop playing this one. I've talked about this one in the past several podcasts. So if you want to listen to some of the things I've had to say about Cthulhu Realms, go check those out. I can't really say enough good things about this game. We're really enjoying this really light, nice, fun deck building game, and we're still having a hell of a lot of fun with it. And then kind of on a whim, I pulled a game off of my game shelf that has been there for, I'm not even too sure how many years now. My wife got me this game for Christmas several years ago. I want to say possibly four or five years ago, maybe. I can't even remember. And it is a game called Red Dragon Inn. The Red Dragon Inn is basically a game about drinking, I guess we could say. And the one bad thing about this was I kind of picked a very poor week to really open this one up for the first time. I was on call last week for work, so I really pretty much can't drink when I'm on call in case if I have to drive into the office in the evening hour. So it kind of sucks once a week or when I have to when I'm on call for the week. And you sometimes you just have to deal with it because it's it's your work and that's pretty much what you have to do. And that's kind of what I've accepted. But my wife was definitely enjoying quite a bit of Christmas ale while we were playing the Red Dragon Inn. And even though I wasn't drinking, I still had a a really good time with the game. So the Red Dragon Inn is basically a game that's set after a group of adventurers have kind of returned to the tavern after a day of dungeon delving. Within the tavern, these adventurers are going to sit around, enjoy some drinking, maybe a little bit of gambling, and of course some other miscreant activities that they can do to each other. So basically what you're going to kind of do with this game is unbox it and undo everything kind of like we did because we didn't have that done so you're going to first pick out a character each character has their own deck and i will say that the art on the cards and the text on the cards are both really really spectacular i was playing as zot the wizard and pookie his little bunny pet and i can't think of any other character that i really want to be playing when i'm playing this game there's four other characters in this deck and i know there's so many other expansions to this that So far, Zot and Pookie are just top on my list right now. And I was able to do all this without even drinking that that at all. And each card that I flipped over and read, I would just laugh more and more after reading the text that was on there. 
and I, I actually can't wait to actually play this game and actually actually drink during the game, just like my character was. So the game's actually very simple. It's a light game, and after kind of last week's discussion during the podcast, where I was kind of talking about how we weren't enjoying some of the lighter games, I was really glad to see that a light game that we had just got to the table, one that we hadn't played yet, was so much fun. We're going to definitely be playing this game again in the future. So each player starts out with their own deck. You shuffle it. You get 10 gold to start out. You start out with, um, you have two glass beads, a red and a white, red and a clear one. Uh, you're going to put one bead on the on the 20, which is going to be your fortitude, and another bead, which is a different color, I think that one was red, is going to be your alcohol content. And basically, you can lose the game a couple of ways. You can lose by going broke or by basically having your fortitude and alcohol content markers meet and cross each other, which basically means your character's kind of drunk and passing out. So each character is going to start out with a hand of seven cards. You're going to pick a drink from the drink deck, which is going to play, be placed in your drink me pile. And then on your turn, you're going to perform a bunch of different actions, which you know each person's going to do. So the first action or the first step that you're going to do during your turn is you're going to discard and draw. So you can discard as many cards as you want and then draw back up to seven. You can play an action card on your turn. And there's a lot of different actions that you can play during your turn. There's cards like um, gambling. You can start a round of gambling. You can actually inflict some damage to your opponent and basically make their fortitude go down. So there's, there's a lot of things that the action cards can do. You can buy drinks. You will then have to pick a, which basically means you'll pick a drink card from the drink deck and put that onto an opponent's drink me pile. And then you will actually have to take a drink from your drink me pile. During each of those different kind of phases of the turn, I guess, or of the round, you will, your opponents actually have a chance to play cards that will either stop you from doing something in particular or possibly make you do something more than you were before. So you could possibly drink more drinks than you were before. So there's just a lot going on with the cards and you kind of have to sit down and read each card as you're going through the game. But after reading through a couple of hands of cards, you kind of see where the game's going and it's really easy to kind of figure out what you need to do next. Like I mentioned, the game's very easy to pick up and learn. And within a few turns, you're going to be completing your turns very quickly. The action phase is probably pretty much where a lot of your action is going to take place, probably besides the drinking one, if you're drinking and if you're drinking for real, besides having your character drink. There's just a lot of cards that can be played to stop somebody from from playing something. So like I said before, reading every card is important. Now, to be honest, I have no idea why we've never played this game before. When we opened the box and saw all the wrapped cards and nothing was punched, we kind of just both looked at each other and laughed. I think I probably got this game for Christmas, I think it was. I removed the shrink from the game, looked at it, set it aside, and possibly just moved on to something else. And I don't know why we just never pulled the game out. Uh, but after playing it, we were looking at the expansions and seeing which ones we wanted to add to the game. Because we just had a really, really good time with the game. I could easily see I could easily see this game being pulled out at parties. It's really easy to teach. It's very easy to play. And I know my group of friends would have a really good time playing it, especially if we were all sitting around drinking while doing it. So if you haven't had the chance to play this game, de definitely check it out. Red Dragon Inn, it's, it's a great game. Have a drink on me while you're playing it. And if you don't drink, I can say that you will still enjoy the game. Like I said, after last week's podcast and we were kind of kind of seemed to be dogging a little bit on some of the lighter games. This is a light game that both me and my wife, when we were done playing, we looked at each other and we were like, wow, that was just a lot of fun. And some games just 
really appeal to people and others don't. So this is one that just really appealed to us and it wasn't just because of the drinking either. I can say it's actually just a really fun game and we had a really good time with it and we're just laughing while playing through the whole thing. So definitely check it out. And like I said, have a drink on me. All right, let's jump over to some other games. I downloaded a little game off of Steam this week called Hacknut. So I've played several games like this in the past. I actually did a stream for one of the hacker games one evening on my Twitch stream a while ago. And I will say Hacknet out of all of those games so far is probably one of the best ones that I've played. You're basically trying, you're basically playing like a hacker. And I'll say that the story in this one is something that really makes, made me come, come back to it repeatedly um, during the past week because it's just a lot of fun in the story. You just kind of want to see where they're going with the story. I won't say much about the story. I won't spoil it. But I will say it's, the story is really good. Also, the computer components, the computer aspects of the game, and what you're typing and what you're doing into the game is actually very intuitive. It makes a lot of sense. One of the things that really made me laugh about the game is a lot of the stuff that you're doing is all Linux-based commands. And for my day job, I'm a Linux administrator. So I was sitting there trying to do a lot of things that they don't even have listed in the instructions. And some of the things were actually working that I was typing in. Now, one of the other things that kind of made me laugh is as you're kind of playing the game, they simulate somebody hacking into your computer, crashing it, and then causing a blue screen, which made me laugh quite a bit considering I've never seen a Linux box blue screen like a Windows computer. So <laughs> that was one place where the developers kind of took a little bit of their leisure in doing things, but I got a little kick out of it. It was something that just made me laugh. But Hacknet is really fun. Uh, a lot of the commands are very, very simple. Linux commands, if you don't know Linux, don't be afraid of the game. They basically tell you what the different commands are, what they do, and you'll catch on very quickly as far as how to view a file, how to copy a file, how to rename a file, and then basically how to hack into somebody's computer within this game. And it's just a lot of fun. If you like puzzle games, this game will be right up your alley. And if you're into computers... It will just make it that much better for you. Uh, some of the puzzles were a little tricky. There was one puzzle where I was scratching my head for a little bit. And I was trying to do things one way. The game wanted me to do it another. Just like any administrator, I've been doing this stuff for probably close to 20 years now. I have my certain ways of doing things. And the developers, kind of like I said, just kind of had their way of doing things. So I was trying to go down one path. They were trying to take me down another. And I just needed to figure out the path that they were going down is what needed to be done. And while everybody knows that you can probably do one thing with a computer 10 different ways, this is one of those I, this is one of those cases where you pretty much had to do it their way because that's the way they programmed it. So a lot of fun. It was on sale. I think I got it for less than $10. I think it was only like eight bucks is what I picked it up for. So when I had saw that, when I'd seen that it was on sale, I downloaded immediately, started playing it. And I think I played it for about three to four hours the first evening I downloaded it because I just couldn't stop playing it. It was really, really a good game. So check out Hacknet. You could probably find that on Steam and you'll have a great time with that little puzzle game. And then we're going to go get back into a game that I've actually had shelved for the past couple of weeks, and that is Mad Max. So Mad Max was a game that I was actually spending quite a bit of time with and having a really good time with. And then all of a sudden, like I had stated a couple of podcasts ago, my map broke and I was pretty much unable to continue on in the game as trying to drive around and do anything was was just completely unbearable. You had your small mini map in the lower left hand corner. I tried to follow that around to try to find a mission to try to find a couple of different things to fix the map. Finally, after several hours of play, I just literally just gave up on that shelved the game. I was waiting for patch four to come out, which actually I think came out yesterday. So I downloaded that and jumped into the game and I'll be damned, but my map was working. So I was really happy about that. 
But one thing I noticed about my map, it seemed like a couple of things were reset and some things weren't really highlighted like they were before. So I need to play it a little bit more. I had done a couple of quick missions in the game. I have st I have still a lot to do with the game. I want to I want to just concentrate on the missions and just get the missions and the storyline knocked out and not do all of the side missions like I was in the first area where I pretty much completed 100% of everything in that first area of the game which would be Jeet's kind of like stronghold area and all the surrounding areas right around his, all the territories that were under his control. I pretty much completed everything in, in his, maxed out his stronghold, and I think the other strongholds I'm going to do a couple of things for, but I'm not going to max them out because I want to just concentrate on the story, try to get through this game. I look at my calendar. I see I have two weeks probably, maybe less than two weeks. I, I think it's two weeks until Fallout 4 comes out. I'm going to be jumping into Fallout 4 head deep and can't wait to play it. I have a bunch of friends at work that are waiting to play this game. I just have a bunch of friends outside of work that are waiting to play this game and everybody's pretty much looking forward to it. And I am too. So I'm hoping this game, considering it'll be my first Fallout game, like I've mentioned before, for me to play, that it's going to live up to all this hype that I'm actually kind of giving it right now. I'm hoping that I enjoyed Skyrim so much that being in the whole Mad Max kind of thinking right now on a post-apocalyptic setting that I'll jump into this game and it will just be way better than Skyrim was for me and I will say Skyrim is probably easily in one of my top 10 at 10 if not one of my top five games of all time Skyrim was just an outstanding game so I'm hoping Fallout 4 takes me there and gives me that much enjoyment out of the game and I can have a lot of good hours with it and we'll see you in a couple of weeks but Mad Max I'm gonna like I said try to pound through the story get through that game and finish it um, and then we'll see where that goes and then over the weekend I had been wanting to get back into a survival type of building type game, maybe something similar to Minecraft. I kept seeing a lot of playthroughs for the Minecraft adventure story game that Telltale had just released. I'm not really a huge Minecraft fan anymore. I was thinking about downloading some of the latest updates and maybe getting back into it. And before I did that, I said, let me check out Seven Days to Die, which was a game I had talked about, oh, quite a bit ago. And I think I've mentioned it one or two times uh, since then. But I really haven't spent too much time with it until this past weekend where I really just started a new game with a new map. I kind of set every set the zombies a little too easier since I was kind of like a newbie with the game again, trying to learn the crafting. They've had several major updates since the last time I've played it. Some of the newer things they've added to the game, they've added a new vehicle system where you can actually craft a mini bike. I have not found the parts for this bike yet, but I am looking for them and cannot wait to actually do something like that. They've added in a lot of new stuff into the game, new physics. One of the best things that I've liked so far about the game is they've added in a right-click action menu where you can actually right-click on a particular item in the game. You can actually then pick crafting. You can take the item, drop it, equip it, wear it, heal from it, eat it, drink it. You can pretty much do split split it. If it's a, if it's a stack of items, you can split them up. You can right-click. The, the right-click on an item is one of the best things I've seen actually come to this game, which is such a small little thing, I think, that they added. But having played it before and then getting back into it now is just worlds different. I'm having a really good time in the game. I actually died last night, and as I was running back to get my backpack, died again. So my first backpack, I had lost several decent weapons that I had. I'm able to recraft most of those right now. I think this is probably the most that I, the most crafting I've ever done in a game. And rather than just try to find an encampment out in the wilderness, I said, I need to just find a house. I need to basically take all the zombies out from around the area and take this house over, make myself a good base. So I actually found a good farmhouse in the game. And I kind of just did like what I said, 
knocked out all the zombies, and it took me a while to kill them because you you level up in the game too now. And when you're first level, it takes you several swings of a uh, of your weapon to actually take out a zombie and I'm finding out the higher level that I go the weapons that I have I'm taking them out much much faster now which is making the game so much nicer and when I lost a couple of those weapons I was noticing having to go back to some of the beginning weapons hurt just a little bit but I'm still able to do some pretty good damage to it I think my character was like level 9 almost level 10 I think when I had logged out of the game earlier and I'm playing offline I'm just playing in my own I haven't joined a big world yet and I picked this game up last Christmas and I had got it for my wife as well and she really hasn't played it and I'm hoping I can get her into this game a little bit because I'm really enjoying this whole survival thing it was funny I was playing it all day Sunday and then I went downstairs and watched The Walking Dead with my wife a show that we're really into and I was just completely stoked up on zombies after Sunday and just playing the game all day um like I said a lot of the stuff that they added into the game are just some really great additions. It seems that the patches they've released since then have fixed a few of the things that they had introduced with the patch. They're coming out with um, Alpha 13, which is going to be released, I'm hoping, shortly here. Some of the videos that I've seen and what they're adding to Alpha 13 just look amazing. And this is a game that's in you know, early release, or you could buy it basically pre-release considering it's an Alpha. And the developers have just been putting on a lot of good time content for the game. Like I had said, uh, during the past probably six to eight months, I hadn't kept up with it too much. I would load up the game, maybe run around a little bit and not do much. But on Sunday, I just kind of decided, let's sit down, let's learn some of the crafting again. Let's just try to see what we can do. And I think once I got a good base going within the house and replacing the doors so the zombies couldn't get in, and just keeping the area around the house protected and safe has just made the game a lot more fun rather than what I was doing before, which was basically digging down into the ground, covering up a hole, kind of like I used to do in Minecraft, and then just trying to keep myself safe, which just did was not as fun and just didn't work as good. So if you have a chance to check out 7 Days to Die, like I said, it's an early release. Uh, it, get, it has a lot of good reviews on Steam. Everybody seems to be really pleased with what the developers are doing. And I will say, after going back to the game, after about six months, I'm really surprised with how much the game has, how far the game has come along and a lot of the additions that they're actually still putting into the game. And hopefully they're, they're going to get closer to uh, maybe a release 1.0 so they can actually get the game out of this whole pre-release status. So, all right. Those are the games that I played for the week. Let's chat a little bit about some of the games I want to play. So one of the first games I want to mention is a little game I used to play on my Commodore 64 back in the day, and that's a game called Auto Duel. So this was a game that was put out, I believe Lord British was one of the people who had who had put this game out when he was back at Origins back in the day, or Origin back in the day, and Auto Duel is basically... Wow, I guess we're sticking with the whole post-apocalyptic theme here because it's kind of just like a post-apocalyptic auto-duel combat game, hence the name auto-duel, um, you know, like a car combat game. So In Exile is the company who actually filed a trademark for auto-duel, and In Exile is a company who's actually done quite a bit with Kickstarter here recently. Uh, they've done Wastelander 2, Wasteland 2, which I actually started playing last week. They've done The Bard's Tale 4, which I actually kicked in on their Kickstarter. So I'm hoping we're going to maybe see on an auto duel on Kickstarter here shortly. I don't know how soon they'll do it since they actually just finished up with the Bard's Tale 4, so they could have quite a few games on their plate here if they're going to start something like this very soon, but I, the minute I see something for auto duel on Kickstarter, I can guarantee that I will be backing at a fairly high level because this is a game I played on my Commodore 64 for hours on end as a teenager and just had a real good time with it. I, I don't remember much about the game, but I'm pretty close to basically firing up the Commodore 128 behind me, 
pulling out my actual auto dual disc and playing it some more just to actually reminisce a little bit. I think you can get this in DOSBox and probably play it on the PC, but hell, why would I want to do that when I have a Commodore 128 behind me and I could actually play the real dang thing? So I may actually be doing that shortly. I don't think there's any way I could do a stream of that on Twitch besides putting a video camera behind me, which I don't think would look too hot. But we'll have to see how that goes. I will hopefully be talking about that maybe in another future episode. And then, of course, I want to play a little board game that I'm hoping one of the guys, one of my buddies that comes down to the local game store weekly on our Thursday board game night, The Pillars of the Earth. I think I've mentioned that I wanted to play this game before quite a few episodes ago, probably a long time ago. I don't think I've mentioned it, but I had talked to him couple of weeks ago and I had mentioned to him that I wanted to play this game he said he'd bring his copy down so I'm hoping he's going to bring that and I may take Zaya with me because I still have yet to get Zaya to the table I haven't had a chance to do that on call last week was kind of busy so I while I did play some games I wasn't able to play anything new like Zaya to really have a chance to sit down and learn something but I'm hoping I can maybe get to that this weekend and my wife and I can maybe knock out a game of Zaya as well but I'm hoping to actually get a game of the Pillars of the Earth in and then maybe if it is good as he says it is because he says that that's one of his favorite worker placement games that I may have to put that on my grail list of games maybe for my wife to get me as a Christmas gift we'll see on that one but hey everybody Thanks for joining me this week. Those are the games I played, and those are the games I want to play. Hey, as always, send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at whatimplayingnow. Don't forget to drop the G, like I always say, on Facebook. Just do a search for What I'm Playing Now. Our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign. What I'm Playing Now podcast. And then, of course, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash whatimplayingnow. Always want to mention in the last, for the next probably week or so, or in the next episode or so, I will be mentioning that I still am compete or still will be participating in, not competing, participating in the Extra Life um, event on November 7th down at my local game store. It's extra-life.org. Do a search for Team Recess. You will find my name there, Joe Luzzi. I would definitely appreciate some more pledges to help the kids out because we're going to be gaming for 24 hours and I'm getting my wife's laptop set up to be able to do the stream out to Twitch and that should be a good time as well. So check out for that and I'll be sending out messages on Facebook, Twitter, and all the social medias that I'm on to let people know when we're starting that stream for those 24 hours. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me this week. Go play some games and then let me know what you're playing now. Bye-bye.